This is Sean Barksdale, and this is 10 Minutes of Truth. Forget about what somebody else think about you. What do you think about you? Your past don't define you. I want to thank our sponsors, the Trent Law Practice in Halifax. These guys know that anytime you need a lawyer, whether you were injured in a car accident, face criminal charges, or have family issues, it's probably the most stressful time of your life. Mike Trent and everyone there is committed to seeing you and your family come out of a bad situation the best way possible. So if you even think you need a lawyer, give them a call at 434-471-4339 or look them up at TrentLawPractice.com. Most consults with Mike are free, either in the office or over the phone. That's TrentLawPractice.com or 434-471-4339. Well, first and foremost, y'all excuse me. I've been talking a lot, yelling a lot, a lot been going on, so I'm a little hoarse. Um, but my name is Sean Barksdale, and they summoned me pretty much today, right, uh, for a particular reason. And I could really talk to you guys about um, how my father wasn't in my life and how that detrimentally scarred me. I could talk to you about how I started getting in trouble when I was 12, 13 years old. I could talk to you about how when I was 17 years old, first time I got incarcerated. I could tell you about, you know, I did 14 years in prison. I could tell you about all that stuff. It ain't what I want to really talk about or focus on. I want to focus on who I am today and who you are and who you can be, right? And it's, it's very important. Um, and the reason being is because first thing we want to talk about is being misunderstood. I was misunderstood, just very much uh, uh, misread, uh, just like a lot of you guys are, right, or have been. Um, and, and, and I'm going to tell you about myself, and maybe you can just relate to it a little bit, because I was misunderstood uh, or misread or mistaken, you know, uh, was because of two things. Um, and those two things were, uh, the first one was a lack of guidance, and the other one just came with a lack of guidance, right? Because I told y'all about my father. I didn't have that type of guidance, a male figure, right? I had male figures in my life, but a father, a fatherly structure that wasn't really there. So it was a lack of guidance, right? And what came from a lack of guidance was the next thing, is because I didn't listen to anyone that had substance, right? You'll you'll hear people say a lot of times, man, you don't listen to nobody. Everybody listen to somebody. You just ain't listen to the right somebody. You know what I'm saying? So those two things were very important. The lack of guidance, and then what came from the lack of guidance was me listening to the wrong people, per se, because the generation that I came up with we didn't have fathers. There are no, there is no one guy from the age of roughly five all the way up until, because it wasn't, we didn't have social media like we have now. So we wasn't taking pictures because we were selling dope and, you know, all of that type of stuff. So you didn't want to be in pictures. You know, we didn't get tattoos at that time and, and do what the coach is telling us now because of the simple fact we was really running. You know what I'm saying? And the way we was running in the street, we wasn't doing all of that. So I say that to say, we, there is no one picture that you could find us with our fathers, right? You see us with our mothers at times, but you didn't see us with our fathers, right? For a, an extensive period of time, right? So that lack of guidance, the lack of guidance was right there. It was right there all the time. So what was happening was, 
I, whatever I find out, right, whatever I, I hear from my grandparents or maybe someone else, you know what I'm saying? I go and tell my man, hey, yo, I learned such and such, yo. You heard, I heard such and such, right? So I teach him my lack of guidance, right? And so he run through everybody else in the crew and he tell them that lack of guidance, right? So now they're listening to someone who doesn't have guidance, right? They're listening to someone. They're listening to me or I'm listening to him or I'm listening to her that don't have the guidance either, right? So I don't have anyone because my teachers, they, and, and, and we're, gonna, we're gonna really bridge this gap. My teachers had an abundance of information, but they didn't know how to relay it to me. They didn't understand me. I was very misunderstood because I, nah, I wasn't stupid. I wasn't dumb, just like you not. You brilliant in your own right. You know what I'm saying? But you're misunderstood because they don't know how to get the information to you maybe. Because one of the things that I heard a scholar say one time was, you have to know the condition of a people before you teach them. You can't teach y'all the way you teach Africans. You don't speak the same language. You don't have the same cultural values. I can't teach you like that. I can't teach somebody from Portsmouth the way I teach somebody from Sinai. They got a different neighborhood, even though it basically it's the same, but them mazes is different down there in the water than from up here. You know what I'm saying? So you just misunderstood a lot of times, right? And uh, something that I, I want to talk about is that th to, to hone in on yourselves is skill set. I heard them say something profound about that young man. So he's gonna be a manager, right? Because they've been around him enough to say, okay, this is the skill set. You're young, very young, right? So now is when you should be honing in on what is your skill set? What are you good at? That's what their job is, right? To say that, to, 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 to edge along saying, listen, if you're a manager, that means you can run a company. Right? You ain't just got to go work for nobody. You know what I'm saying? You can go work for somebody and get the skill set up. You know what I'm saying? But you can run a company. Right? For instance, say my man back here. Say he's angry a lot. And when he get angry, you know what I'm saying? He like to use his hands. Okay? That's a skill set, though. You ever thought about boxing? Right? Because I'm going to tell you about my companies in a minute. But one of them is called Press for Time Tees. Right? Um, I learned this skill set. I learned it in prison, unfortunately. But I took the mindset and I ran with it, right? And so just uh, maybe two weeks ago, we designed the clothing for the Mayweather fight, for the fighters. I went from, because just like Cuz said, and, and we're going to talk about that, right now, what's going on right now, that's not your end. That ain't even your future. Right? It's just a time and space that's happening right now. I went from somebody telling me, you ain't never gonna be nothing. Never. I heard this over and over till I believed it. Man, you ain't gonna, man, all you gonna do is all you, all, all you ever done. Rob and sell dope. That's all I ever did. I've been on the street five years. Since I was 16 years old, I had never been on the street until 40 years old, no more than three years. That's a lifetime. That's a lifetime of incarceration. And it's just real. Some of us have to go through that type of fire. Maybe, maybe I might catch somebody's ear. Maybe, right? Hopefully I catch all your ear, right? 
So I want to talk about the skill set. So for instance, um, let's say a uh, 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 young lady, right? We talk about a skill set. Why can't why can't you be the next person to make a skincare line, right? Because it, it's all about perception. It's all about how you perceive yourself because information, right? We got we to gotta get back to the information and those that administer to us the information and who we listening to. This is just being honest, right? And it's not picking or anything of that nature because you were here with us, bro. You are part of us, you know what I'm saying? And our culture, right? And our culture, meaning the black community culture, a reality is our leaders are entertainers and rappers. That's who, that's who we listen to, because we're talking about who we listen to. So if a person is telling me, right, that I should be popping pills, I should be drinking lean, then that's the culture and that's who I'm listening to. Because we're all listening to somebody. Every one of us is listening to somebody, right? So when we hear that, oh, you don't listen to nobody, you listen to somebody. But we got to go back to them two factors. You know what I'm saying? The information and not listening to the right people. Right? Because like I said, they got an abundance of information to give. It's just how it's administered to you. Right? So they have to know your learning skills, which I'm pretty sure that they've learned and that they're learning. So communication is a big factor. It's a big factor, especially in a skill set. Look around. Look at, look at what you're good at. Why can't you be the next person? You, pro you might be a genius on your phone. Why can't you build the next biggest app? Why can't you do that? The only thing that holds us back is us, right? Because we can say environment. I, I changed in prison. I didn't wait to get home. I changed in an environment that was not conducive in no shape, form, or fashion for anybody. But I changed my mind. That's all I did. I just changed my mind. You know what I'm saying? So you can change your mind about what's going on in your life, right? And you got to connect to the right people. Because one of the things that I do now is I'm very nervous. I do this all the time, but I'm still nervous, right? Because it's lives involved. It's something I'm talking about what you listen to. It's something that I may say that could save your life. Or it's something I could say that could destroy it. It's all about perception. It's all about what we choose to hear and what we choose to do with the information, right? You got a whole long life ahead of you, man a long life ahead of you and you have to you have to not be scared to fail okay you can't be scared right and I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna tell y'all how I got into uh, the press for time business, the printing business alright so I come home right after this trade that I learned I started working for a printing company in town right I've been there about a year and it's a piece of equipment right that's in the corner and they say, uh, listen, today, Sean, we're cleaning up everything and everything that we don't use, we're throwing it away. I said, all right, cool. I said, what's that over there? I said, we ain't never used it. He said, it's a t-shirt making machine. I said, well, what do you mean? He said, puts images on t-shirts. I said, well, how much you want for it? He said, take it. He said, take it where? He said, take it home before you can leave. I got this joint, it's joint heavy too. I'm going to the car, you know what I'm saying? So I get home. So, you know, my lady, uh, I'm in the bed. And I'm, I look up YouTube, I'm on YouTube, I'm like, you know, I don't even know what it's called at the time. I'm like, you know, t-shirt making machine. So this machine pops up that I have. 
And this dude is making t-shirts and he talking about the finance. And I turned, I said, they gave me a gold mine. Perception. I never looked back. I didn't know nothing about business. I didn't know nothing about formulating a business, no LLC. I didn't know nothing about nothing. But I said I was determined. I was determined to learn. I was determined to know, right? Because it fascinated me. I found something that I liked. I knew that I liked printing. This was just a form of it that I, I didn't know that I liked, right? So every day I don't go to work because I'm doing something that I like. So you don't be, a, don't be scared to fail. The very first job that I was given in this business, I blundered it, bruh. I ended up paying them. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, the, but the education that I got from it, because I wasn't scared, I wasn't scared to fail, right? You're young enough to say, okay, let me do some trial and error. Let me do some trial and error. Let me see if I'm good at this, right? And peer pressure, listen, peer pressure ain't just, you know, for the youth. Peer pressure, I'm 45 now. Peer pressure still hits me, you know, it still hits a 65-year-old, depends on the perception, right? So don't even worry about what the community say, because I know, we, you know, we have to keep these images up and we have to, you know, be so on and so forth, right? Go out, figure it out, figure it out what you like. You know, if you like using your hands, you know what I'm saying? Then, then, then figure it out. Say, listen, man, I really like using my hands, man. I like building stuff. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You may be a carpenter, right? You don't know. It is so much because the stigma of our society, it keeps us in a bubble. It keeps us right here saying, man, I can't do that. They're going to laugh at me. I do that. So? So what? They laughed at Jesus, too. You know what I'm saying? So you got you to gotta see what you're good at, right? You got to focus on what do I like? That's that skill set. And along with the skill set, you got to be listening. You got to be listening to valuable information about what you like, right? And when you do that, your circumstances change because you just misunderstood. That's all it is, man. Ain't nobody in here. Everybody in here is brilliant in their own right, man. This something I know. This ain't something nobody had to tell me. I don't know you personally. I don't know you personally, but I know for myself, at 17 years old, I was locked up. 24 years old, I was locked up. At 35 years old, I was locked up. We got a very prestigious podcast that we started, man, in the community, for the community. I work hard, but I pay taxes now. So I say all of that, not boasting and bragging, but I'm going to brag a little bit because I earned it. And you're going to respect it and you're going to love it even more when you earn it too. Because there's a big world out there waiting on you. And whatever skill set that you have, whatever you're going to bring to the table, go out there and claim it. Don't you know right now it's enough money. We just talk about finances because we, you know, they were talking about, you know, uh, personal entertainment, so on and so forth. Right now, it's enough money in the world that every single individual, meaning babies as well, could have a million dollars. So that means somebody has yours. You just got to go and get it. You got to know how to claim it. But it's there, right? So just recapping, right, about what we said, being misunderstood, right? We all know that uh, we, we, uh, in our lives at some, at some juncture or turn that we're misunderstood. And that's where we may be at right now. 
and we may be getting misinformed, you know, because when you leave here, you, you probably ain't gonna remember, but maybe 20% of what you heard, maybe, right? And you're gonna go back to your, your hood, you're gonna go back and listen to your big homie or whoever it is that you may be listening to. But hopefully you'll say, hold on, is this, am I being misinformed or is this vital information that I can really use in life? And you're gonna have to determine it, right? And understanding that skill set and what it is that you're good at, right? Understanding, you know, that you're brilliant. Each and every one of you, you're brilliant. Say it to yourself because everybody laughed at Sean when I came home. I was a dope boy. That's what they knew me for. When I came home working at Burger King, <laughs> what you doing up in here? <laughs> I'm working. Hey, you, you know what I'm saying? They, they was joking. They was joking me. I started the t-shirt business. They was joking, you making t-shirts? It's funny until it ain't funny no more. It's funny till it ain't funny no more. When you start to say, listen, man, I don't want to do that no more. And you start replacing. You start replacing things. And you start replacing people, right? Trust me, man. It's a, it's, 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 it's a huge world waiting on you guys, man. And it's not a perfect world. It's a very hard world, you know. Um, so now I want to I wanna, I wanna end with a, a, a few questions. Right. I want to engage with you guys because I don't talked enough. Right now, I, I, I want to start with my man because they was talking about they were talking about him being supervisor manager. Um, let me ask y'all. OK, what makes you say that about him? He's ambitious. Um, he's a leader. Mm. He, and I want you to listen, bro. I want you to listen to what they say about you. He doesn't realize it yet, but he has critical thinking skills. Mm. So he'll ask the right questions. You know, he thinks that he's just trying to grasp what's going on, but the type of questions he's asked is not typical of somebody his age that does not have work experience that's been sheltered. Mm. Okay. Um, Leave me, Troy, and just work on um, just being around him. His confidence is his biggest. Um, mm. Because, I mean, when you look at Troy, Troy does not let his size hinder him from engaging with people. Right on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's his big, like, like, most important thing in being anything you want to be is confidence. Mm. That's what you have. Mm. Yeah, I've been working with you in the employment field for almost 15, 16 years. I know. And people coming out of prison, foster care, juvenile justice, Department of Justice, so forth. So some kids, especially in in certain areas, they feel like if I don't succeed in school, I'm not going to succeed in life because mm. they don't understand that education goes way beyond a book. Right on. All right. So Troy is one of them kids that he can gravitate. He can make people gravitate towards him without trying. Right. So it's effortless to him. Right. You know, but he doesn't realize it yet. He's not at that age. Right. So that's why you talking about planting seeds and somebody giving you access to information. That's what this whole pre is designed. This is why I want to do it in South Boston because 
it's at a point now, me from the outside in, sometimes you need somebody from the outside to right. look inside. Right. So me from the outside in, I just saw so much talent here, mm. but it's untapped. Absolutely. It's untapped. Absolutely. Like, man, Ms. Haskins and Tanita talk about all the time, it's so much untapped talent here. Right. Like you building t-shirts. Right. You know, Nas selling cryptocurrency, mm. getting, getting billions off mm. cryptocurrency. I invested this morning, sir. This morning, sir. So, so and he didn't even graduate out of eighth grade. He didn't right. make it to eighth grade. Right. So right. that's what our pre-ass program is here for. Right. That's what we're here to do. And when I see kids, I gravitate. I gravitate towards all of them, even though I'm not here in the present sometimes. Right. But Man, um, there's so much talent here, man. Wow, that's that's yeah. decent, man. And thank you guys for your service. And for you, bruh, just hearing that, right? What that? How do that make you feel hearing that about you? Yeah. That's what I, I mean. Because uh, let me ask this question, and not to get too personal. If I'm too personal, you said I don't really want to. When you leave an environment like this, do you still hear what you just heard? Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great because a lot of people don't, right? And that goes back to what we were talking about, the sources of information that we hear, where we get it from, because when I first came, I had an individual say, man, listen, man, I need you to help me with the kids. I said, I got my own kids. I'm good with my own kids. I ain't good with nobody else's kids, right? I said, but what I am good with, because I've been around men for so long, incarcerated, and, and this is the logic that I looked at it. I said, if I go and I talk to you, and I build you up, but you go home and the house is tore down, it's gonna tear you right back down. Yeah. That's the reality. So let me deal with the parents. You know, let me talk to the parents. Let me get the father together. You know what I'm saying? Let, let, let the women get the mothers together. So when they get you together and you go in that house, it's a unit. It's a unit. You feel me? So I say that and I bring that up because you need to, you need to be hearing that. Especially when you, when, 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 when your emotions is tender, you know what I'm saying? Your, psych, your, your psyche, your psychological is tender, and you, 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 you may need that, that crutch of hearing. Man, yo, you powerful, right? You need it, you want it. The world needs you and it wants you. You know what I'm saying? And whatnot. My man right here, what are you good at? That right now that you know you say, I'm nice with that. Playing sports. Playing sports. <clears throat> Right now, if someone told you that you could play sports for the rest of your life but not make a dime off of it, would you be happy? Would you still be happy? No. Then that ain't meant for you. It may, it may be a stepping stone for you, but trust me, whatever is meant for you, you could do it the rest of your life and not make a dime off of it, and you're gonna be just as happy as if you got a million dollars. This is something that I know. This is something that I know. So I ain't saying that, 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 that sports is not meant for you, but it may not be your passion. Passion is different from a paycheck. You feel me? So that's just something for you to gauge and look at. But what you can get from it, you know what I'm saying, when you're looking at a skill set, because if, if, what sport you like best? Basketball. Basketball. You got handles? He, he confident about that too. He really got handled. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but you, so you're good with your hands, bro. And see, and, and, and like she was talking about critical thinking, you gotta be, you gotta be a critical thinker. Well, uh, what position do you play best? Okay, you gotta be a critical thinker, man. You know what I'm saying? Knowing where everybody is at. 
knowing how to engage, how to get that ball to him, how to get to the goal. You know what I'm saying? Knowing how to switch from offense to defense. That's a skill set. Personal, personal training. Personal training. Analytics. Ex exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's a whole lot that comes out of that. You feel me? You can be in that field. I know a lot of people that's in the music field ain't never, ever got behind a microphone and make more than the person who got behind a microphone. Mm -hmm. right. right? Right. Writing, engineering, mixing, mastering. Because they love the, the culture, they love the music, but that just, you, you understand what I'm saying? So that's why I say don't be scared. Get out there, get with the coaches. Ask them, you know, what, coach, why you like doing this? You know, because if they big, always think big, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Why can't you, why can't you be a, a, a Jerry Jones? Why can't you own the team? And know the mechanics of everything that's going on, right? Because the reality is this, for you, a player is only going to play a certain amount of time. An owner going to be an owner until he dies, sell it. That's big, right? That's big. My ladies, you, what you good at? Um, dancing. Dancing? Can you dance for real? Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. What about, what, what about your girl? Um, doing hair. Doing hair? Mm -hmm. It's a lot of money in doing hair. It's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, and, 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 and just those two things, right? Just those two things. And, and dancing, okay? Uh, I forget, the, what's the, the ballet, the, the girl from? Oh. No, from, from, from New York. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the, the young lady, she does the, the ballet, man. young black lady, man. But anyway, she's phenomenal. She makes a lot of money, though. From from the, the little short pretty girl, I have to think of her name. Yeah 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 yeah. She's from right now. She's like the top dancer that came out of New York right now. Yeah, just a couple of years ago they were talking about her. No, Gabby. No, he talking about actual ballet. Yeah, I'm talking about ballet dancer, like a dancer dancer. You know what I'm saying? Because there's many forms of dancing. You know what I'm saying? There's many forms of dancing. But I, I say that because same thing applies. And, and you can take that formula anywhere, you know, it, 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 with anything that you do. That's why I say don't be scared. If, if, if dancing is what you, what you know that you love and you're good and you have a passion for it, pursue it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, really pursue it. And no matter what you hear, you know what I'm saying? It, you, you keep going. You keep going if that's what you're into. You know what I'm saying? Like my young lady here, she says she loves doing hair. That, that alone, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money doing hair, right? And if, say, say for instance, uh, what we were talking about, uh, 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 hair care products. Why can't you be the next person to have a hair care product, man, that changes the face, right, of the nation, right? You could do that. You could really do that. But it's all about your perception and how you believe in you. You know what I'm saying? And, what, and how you see yourself. Because you can be only as big as you want to be in that particular field. You know what I'm saying? But I think that y'all can be brilliant in it. You feel me? My man right here. You good at, G. Video games. Video games. Well, for one, we need to teach you investing because GameStop did something phenomenal. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like I was saying about the app situation, right? Why can't you be like, and I'm not going to speak too much about it. That, that information is going to be coming out. They're here at the Microsoft building, right? 
and, and Mid-Atlantic Broadband. Man, they got some incredible programs and this building is gonna be phenomenal for all of you, but especially for an individual like you. Where you can go down there and get a skill set and get some real knowledge, right? Right down at South Side, right? You can go to Lynn Height, you know what I'm saying? Because how old are you, bro? 17. Oh yeah, yeah. And you can get in them programs, man. And, and it's funding to get you in them programs. You know what I'm saying? Well, you ain't even gotta pay a dime, right? And further your education, man, and, 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 and right, exactly, and get you where you need to be, man. And I see you in the next five to ten years, and I look on the TV and I say, and you on, and you on a big stage, and you on a big platform, and you tell them, yeah, we, 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 you know, we're going to be unrolling such and such, you know, artificial intelligence, man, and you develop, you develop that. But you got to think big, bro. You gotta think big, cause you got it. I see it, you got it. And each and every one of y'all got it, you know. Is there any questions that you would like to ask me on how to stay out of prison maybe? You know, <laughs> how? It's funny, when you were talking the whole time, I looked back at them. Right. Cause I don't, who, who that sound like? Some of the stuff he was saying to y'all. Me, right? I talk right. to them about what they can be, their full potential all right. the time. Cause right. I'm from Red Oak. Right. From over here in Red Oak. But right. I haven't always lived here. I went to Virginia State. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I saw a whole lot of, I made some, mm -hmm. some changes happen with me. Mm -hmm. You know, growing pains. Mm -hmm. Seeing my peer group. Yeah. Seeing my peer group people go in, come out of jail, go in and out of jail, different mm -hmm. stuff happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, when he was talking, it was just like, I'm glad yeah, they're hearing it from somebody else. Right. Not just me. Right. Hitting them every day with something. Right. Kicking knowledge every day. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I appreciate you sharing yourself. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And me, too. You yeah, thank you. Mean? Thank you. You motivated me. We got to talk. Yeah, absolutely. We got to talk. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. What was your motivation to being that recidivism um, we see is a big thing? It is. Especially in these rural areas, there's not a lot to engage youth or, for lack of better words, career criminals. Right. There's not a lot of engagement. There's not a lot of rehabilitation. I mean, once you've been in the system, I'm going to say five plus years, and like a boomerang, you are institutionalized. Absolutely. What was your motivation to say, okay, I'm going to get out and I'm going to get it right this time? Um, it, was, it was a few factors for me. Uh, one, uh, my particular belief, I'm Muslim, right? So it was my belief system first, right? Well, can I, we, I'm sorry, this is the teacher coming up. Can we break down, just not to get too much into okay. it, but talk, hit on your religion just a little bit. Okay. And um, Yeah, not to get too technical, but so that you understand. Um, and, and, and all religions are designed to do this, okay? Uh, mine was just a little bit more technical because it has so many foundational principles attached to it, all right? And when I, you hear foundation, you think of a building, something that lays something down first, and then you can build on it. I was lawless, right? I had, I come from a great family. This is my family, you know what I'm saying? I come from a great family, right? But I forgot about my basic principles. So the religion brought me back to the core foundation of my principles, right? And that's something that I had to build off of, right? And then what I did was this. 
I set myself a goal. I didn't know, and I tell everybody this story all the time. I didn't know how, a, I knew, I, at one time I wanted to be a DJ, but I didn't know what it took to be a DJ. You know, I wanted to be a fireman. I didn't know what it took to be a fireman. So you had these big goals, but you don't know how to attain them. I'm in my jail cell, right? I'm, I'm new at the religion, right? In my religion, you gotta pray five times a day, right? Five times a day. I would miss some of them prayers, right? I would be watching TV, because my faith wasn't really strong at the time, I'm new, right? So I might miss prayer here, there, out of the five. I sat on my floor after they gave me the time, 14 years to do, and I took a pen, and this is, this is a key thing right here, and this is for all of you guys. Trap your knowledge, write it down, write your ideas. I don't care how absurd they may sound, write them down. I sat down in this floor and I just started writing. I had a brand new baby, I want to be a good father. I want to be a good Muslim. I want to get my GED. This is what you're talking about. Because I'm going to say something to you guys in just a second. You know, uh, the untapped resources and, and, and Nas, speaking on Nas. I didn't have a GED. I was uneducated. I wanted to get an education. I wanted to go to college, right? I wanted to be a better son. I'm an only child, right? I, wanted, I, I wrote all of these things down. It was a five-year plan. In five years, I accomplished all of them. But the first one was the religion. I said, okay, in my religion, once again, you gotta pray five times. I'm missing them. I said, man, just for the day, I'm gonna make all five of these prayers. I don't know about tomorrow. Today, I'm gonna make all five. I made them. Next day, I said, I don't know about tomorrow. I'm gonna make all five of these prayers today. I made them. I did it again. I did it again. I did it again. I looked up. Seven days it went by. I was like, yo, that's 35 prayers I made. Okay. It clicked a little bit. Then the next thing I know, a month had went by. Six months went by, and it clicked. I said, that's what a goal is. A goal is a daily routine, right? Something daily that you accomplish that turns into something weekly that you accomplish, that turns into something monthly that you accomplish, that turns into something yearly that you accomplish, and the next thing you know, you have success in it. That's what a goal is, man. I've been praying for 20 years and I ain't missed one of them. I don't know if any of them are accepted, but I have prayed every single one of them because now I understand what a goal is and how to obtain a goal. That's that right there, man. You can live by anything that you do. You can take that formula. Anything you do, it ain't even gotta be religion. It can be anything that you do. You can take that formula and say, man, just for the day. And that's what changed, that changed the trajectory of how I looked at life, was them little small increments daily that turned weak. And then when you look back and you start documenting whatever it is that you're doing, and you say, man, you know what? The day I did such and such, I did such and such, and now this week, look at what I did. Look at what I did this week. You look at, you say, man, look at what I did this, this month. Man, look at what I did six months. Look at what I did this year. And that's how them goals run you. You know what I'm saying? That's how them goals run you. So I want to say this and then we're going to close to you guys, right? It takes a different type of individual to do this, right? I remember sitting in counselor's offices and probation offices and they, I was like, yo, the hell are you talking about? You don't, I don't understand what you're saying. You don't understand me. You, mis, you misunderstanding me. So, your job towards them, right, is to communicate you. 
to say, listen, um, I really don't understand what you're telling me. Can you break it down a little more? Can you go back over that? Your job is, huh? I'm sorry. Yeah. But just to piggyback, I think the most important thing for us as a whole, I think I can speak to, I'm not going to speak on for Tania, but I think I can speak for me and Al like, right. and James. I, ne I went to Everest Shoes. Right. So I think that it's important to have more people in the field mm -hmm. that can identify yep. with them because I use the term all the time, smart dummies. Right. You can have it all day on paper. Right. And I'm a believer in higher education. Right. That's why I went to school. Right. But if you don't have a life experience, I'm a firm believer that a lot of the times what you say gets lost because you don't know how to speak their it language. Does. So when they hear me speaking their language, they're like, huh? Mr. Right. You say what? Right. Like, I'm a different person outside of here. Right. You know, it's called code switching. Right. So I think that us, you know, coming from struggle background right has allowed us to be able to absolutely know who they are without knowing who they a are. absolutely absolutely to right. communicate so like uh, i mean i had you know i grew up both my parents my mom and my father right. my mom was a teacher but the thing is all my friends in the school was the ones that was misunderstood mm. my homeboys the ones i identified with right. you know what i'm saying even they was the ones my mom it was like, all right, so-and-so can come home with you. You know what I'm saying? So I became a teacher so I could control the narrative. Mm. Right. Cause you know what I'm saying? Because like, my homeboy ain't had, they treated my homeboy, they, my teachers didn't treat my homeboys the same way they might treat me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, I knew that and saw that. So I'm right. like, okay, if I can control the narrative, this is my classroom now. There you go. The same, nobody gonna be misunderstood. That's I right. I know what's going on right. at your house, even though this might've been going on in my house, I, I've been over your house, so I right. know what's going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. For me, so I come from, y'all don't know, I'm, I'm adopted. I come from foster care. My mom had me young, put me up for adoption. Thank God. So I was with a beautiful family, two, two loving parents. I grew up in the white side of town, predominantly white side of town in Durham. But my friends, I played sports, were from from the hood, what we call the hood. Mm -hmm. So me from the outside, I was able to see resources that they missed. Mm. Um, I was able to access information that they couldn't access and bring it to them. So as he talked about starting his business, I started about starting Heartbreaks Out, which I had to fight and claw for this program. That's right. Because my program is for every kid in here. Because what, what some people don't understand, it's not that they're a bad person. They just don't have the access to information. To the information. So or the wrong information, like wrong we were talking about, right? Or the wrong information. Right. So my kid, for my best friends, out of the five of us, four were dads at 15 years old. Mm. So I knew the route they took. I knew my mama got a curve. Mom would tell my butt up I have, if I have one. But they didn't have that somebody tell their butt up because their mom was out there either prostituting, doing drugs, or working third shift trying to make mm -hmm. ends meet. So what what I'm glad that y'all are seeing, y'all are seeing not only the females, but y'all seeing males interact in a way that you won't ever see again. Probably. Because right now we we in this session, we're trying to, to build and motivate 
And now y'all have more resources. Y'all got your Britney, y'all got Mr. Haskins. Now you got my man right here. Right. You got Tania. Y'all are right. gaining resources. So as your wheel keep turning, the wheel gonna get bigger. Cause one thing me and him both can identify with, it's a dog fight to start a business. Absolutely. You're gonna be in this thing. <laughs> yeah. I slept two hours last night. Yeah. Preparing for the day. That's crazy. Two I'm hours. about to. I'm about like, to. Yeah, yeah. I'm about yeah. to. I'm payroll, about to. Payroll. Yeah. Got, people got to get yeah. paid. Yeah. Got to make sure the program yeah. where Brittany got what she needs. Yeah. Lonnie got what they need. Yeah. Miss Tori, there's a lot of things your council did on the back end to make this thing happen. Right. This is COVID. Y'all are, are the only group that's working right now doing COVID. Probably in the whole state, y'all probably the biggest group. Because mm. y'all councils got in their heart. My kids need access to information. Mr. Haskins, when I first met him, he said, man, I'm just so happy to work with some kids from where I'm from. Right. And then Brittany said she was going to bring you. And, man, my heart been pumping since I was up at 4 a.m. over here in Fairfield. Right on. Like, well, I can't wait right till on. the morning. You know what right I'm mean? saying? So that's the type, man, it, 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 it's a dog in you that you're going to have to develop to make it out here. Because we can't no longer depend on retirement. Some people that teach or some people that work for the state can. But me and this fellow, we can't. Mm -hmm. We got a dog fight every day. Troy, you want to start your own mechanic business, you're going to be a dog fight every day because you can't pin on retirement and so forth like that. But, hey, I, I as this program, Keith, I'm so glad you're here, man. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I don't want to talk your head off, but, man. No, I, I mean, this, this, is, this is just the beginning. This okay. is just the start. Great. Um, Great. You know, I'm for the community. We just left from over at the uh, Public Defender's Office because uh, we also own uh, another business called 10 Minutes of Truth, which uh, the next episodes after um, uh, we finish with Mr. Wiley is individual I was incarcerated with. Okay. And he speaks about coming up he was in placement homes, okay. right? And coming up in group homes all the way through prison and now he's a successful business owner, mm -hmm. right? So we changing what it look like, mm -hmm. right? We're changing what it sounds like, what success sounds like. You know, it used to be, you know, this type of conversation and I could have came in here with soup. I wasn't gonna do that, you know what I'm saying? But now we coming in with the Vapor Max on, with hoodies on, that we made. You know what I'm saying? So we changing what it look like, what it sound like, right? You know what I'm saying? So so I just want to leave y'all with that and I'll say this, check on them. Check on them, right? We got to check on the teachers, man, right? Because I know for myself, I pour into a lot of people and a lot of organizations and a lot of things, but when people think that you're okay, they don't check on you because you're the guy that was always dumping on them. So check on them. Just, you know, every now and then, you know, come out, you good? You don't know what that'll do for them. Just to ask them. Whether if they going through something, they probably ain't going to tell you no way. But, you know, they may, they may not. But, you know what I'm saying, just to, to do that. And that's just a, that communication bond, man, because trust me, when I, I know for, I, I know this one for a fact. And I know the passion that she has. I can hear the passion from them. You know what I'm saying? Y'all bring that bond together, man, and we'll be able to do some astronomical things moving forward, man. Thank you, man. My name is Sean Boxer, man. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you guys, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is Sean Boxer, and this is 10 Minutes of Truth. Forget about what somebody else think about you. What do you think about you? Your past don't define you. 
I want to thank our sponsors, the Trent Law Practice in Halifax. Mike is committed to our Southside Virginia community. He grew up here and came back after law school to work as a public defender before starting the Trent Law Practice with Blair. The Trent Law Practice focuses on helping our neighbors right here in Southside with criminal defense and family law. It can represent you on a personal injury or auto accident matter anywhere in Virginia. You can give them a call at 434-471-4339 or look them up at TrentLawPractice.com. Most consults with Mike or Free, either in the office or over the phone. That's TrentLawPractice.com or 434-471-4339.